click, click, boom. What's going on, faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back. More Madness at Midnight, episode number four. It's underway. Cuatro, baby, cuatro. And tonight, our first question comes from Stephen Smith. No relation to the football player, right? Brian, take it away, please. Uh, in your 49ers team, who would play where in an offensive line consisting of Mike, Nick, Brian, Tony, and last but not least, Breezy? What would you? What would people call? <laughs> that sounds horrible. What would people call your unit? <laughs> All a legion of boom. Um, just going off of. This is a really bad offensive line. I right. think the tallest person. So I'm going to go with just knowledge base. Probably Tony is center. Um, Mike, you're six foot. How tall is Nick? <laughs> like five eight. Okay, so he's, <laughs> he's the same same height as I am, but I'm, I'm I weigh a lot more than Nick does. And then Breezy's short too, right? He's like five seven five eight. Yeah, I think so. So, so you're going to have to be left tackle. <laughs> uh, I'll put. I'm a little wider bodied, so I'll put myself as a left guard. And then uh, uh, if Nick's taller, then he goes to the right tackle, and Breezy would have to be uh, the left guard. And I will go and with we, we, No, no, no. Come on. You got you nailed that. I'm going to go with the lollipop guild. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the lynch mob to make it cool, man. <laughs> We're out there with big-ass lollipops on our shoulders. <laughs> We will still welcome you to Munchkin Land. <laughs> yeah, I guess we would look like that in comparison to an NFL squad, huh? All right. All right. Vernon Freeman comes in here with something juicy. What is your worst pet peeve about your wife, and what is your favorite thing about your wife? Juicy enough, Mike? Uh, let me just, before you answer this question, is your wife within earshot? She's in another room, but it wouldn't matter. <laughs> oh, mine is sitting right here. So if you guys see any objects hurling in my direction, <laughs> you know why. You want to go first here or you want me to go? Um, I mean, you can start if you already have them. I'd have to think of a pet peeve because there's not a lot of things that irritate me about my wife. That's probably oh, why we've I been around it. for 20 I got years. It. I'm, ready to, I'm ready to fire, baby. Go All ahead. Right. So what annoys me the absolute most is the – Never mind or nothing in the conversation. I absolutely hate that. When I what I mean is, hey, what's wrong? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your hands. It's in your head. It's in your face. Your eyes. There is something. Don't tell me. No I I absolutely hate that. What other than you? Nothing. And then when I finally get over it and my concern is gone and I'm relaxing. Then she wants to talk about it. Hell no. No. The moment of me caring was 20 minutes ago when I asked the first time. It's gone now. You're on your own. Don't talk to me about it. That I'm going to stop there. That's my pet peeve. You got one? Um, I'll just go with the recent stuff just uh, to make it easy. Um, my wife had to go through some surgeries and stuff a while back. And um, because of that, she's got some back and, and hip issues. Um and so she's, she actually has to, well, she doesn't have to, but she opts to because it's easier to sleep on the reclining couch um, than it is to sleep in bed because we don't have one of them craftomatic adjustable shits. It's just flat. Um, so more often than not, I would probably say about 75% of the time she ends up sleeping out on the couch. And so that's kind of a pet peeve. She knows that. It's not a big deal. Um, you know, I'd just rather, I'd rather snuggle, but, you know, she's yeah. also uh, 
5,000 degrees, so she can only snuggle for so long. <laughs> and then she's like, ah, get off me. Turn the fan and the air conditioner on. And my favorite thing is that um, we are both sailors, so we both have dark, dark senses of humor, and we get each other, and I love her laugh. I mean, it's just. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. We call each other like cornballs. Like, we are the corniest couple in the world. We, <laughs> we, we love, like, dad jokes. You know what I mean? Like, we're the family that, like, gets the popsicle stick jokes. Mm -hmm. And finds one and cracks up at them, and they are not that funny, but like that—that's just how our family is. I absolutely love yeah, it. The, the sense of humor—that's that, exactly what it is. We have a group thread, and every morning my wife texts group uh, group jokes to it. Like oh, nice. it's just the corniest stuff in the world. So, good question there, Vernon. Good question. Uh, Danny says, "Is Joe Staley, Patrick? Okay, are Joe Staley, Patrick Willis, Vernon Davis, and Frank Gore Hall of Fame players?" I think, yes, yes, no, yes. I think that Frank's yardage will get him in the Hall of Fame. If Willis gets in, it's going to be a long wait, I think. I don't think Vernon Davis, David, Davis, Vernon Davis gets in. Um, if he does, it'll be a shocker to me. I think there's some other tight ends that need to get in before he does. Uh, and then Joe Staley, he will. I just don't know how long it's going to take. Right. At least that's my opinion anyway. Yeah, I, I, I like I like it. Um, and I feel like I'm doing Vernon Davis a, a slight here. He's probably the most physically gifted of all of them, but he didn't always put it together. Right. Uh, but he was the man, like, for a couple of years where he put it together on the field. He was a very fun, fun watch, but it's no slight to him. Some of that is about longevity. And for people who say that uh, Patrick Willis didn't play long enough, BS. There's people in the, in the Hall of Fame that didn't play eight or nine years. So – I, I call BS on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of that has to do with when he played with the 49ers, too. You know, they didn't have yeah. a whole lot of success throughout his tenure. You know, right. It wasn't until the end. Um, and so I think that that is going to weigh against him for a while. But they should look at some of the other linebackers that were in the league at that time. And he was hands, oh, yeah. head and shoulders uh, better than them. Right. Like there, were, there were other linebackers who were in the Hall of Fame that were playing, and Patrick Willis made them look like nothing. So, right. He was easily the best linebacker in the NFL for five straight seasons. So, uh, Freddie Gonzalez says, are you guys going to go to the home opener? If you guys do, I would like to take a pick with you guys. Uh, I am not going to that game. I believe Nick is going. Uh, what about you, Brian? Uh, if things go according to plan, I expect that Aaron Rodgers won't be there. So, therefore, I'm not going to see Jordan Love play football. So, I will not be at the home opener. Unless something happens in training camp, then I, then I might show up. But, um, you know, with not our training camp, but just at that time, if, if Rodgers decides to show up, then that would be a good game to go watch. But I'm not going to spend money to go watch the Jordan Love-led Green Bay Packers play. All right. Uh, favorite Mortal Kombat character, if you guys could if you guys could get the powers or abilities of one of the MK Ninjas, uh, which one would it be? I think this is because you mentioned so we mentioned Street Fighter, right? And uh, you, maybe was it Tony that said he never played Street no, Fighter? I, I said I well, he said he. Ne I think he said he never. Yeah, I didn't. I hadn't played. I was always a Mortal Kombat guy. The arcade machines oh, okay. that were in the stores that I went to. <laughs> when I say that, or the, yeah, even in, you know, in the stores I, I went to. Right. Well, I mean, they had them in convenience stores out here, and then the arcades that you could go to. I always ended up on the pinball machines or 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 playing Centipede. Those were my, my, my two things. I like playing centipede or playing pinball. 
Um, but as far as Mortal Kombat goes, my favorite character is probably uh, Scorpion. And I played yes. with Scorpion and Raiden were my two yes. guys with all the time. Um, yeah, so I think uh, Scorpion is probably the one that I would take on his powers if I could take them on. <laughs> Scorpion was my number one guy. Raiden was my number two guy. But if I could take the powers from anybody, believe it or not, I would take the powers of Sub-Zero. I would love to just shut somebody up by throwing a frost ball at them. Like, just shut up. And, like, they can't <laughs> say it. Bro, I love it. I love that power. Just, yeah. just get out of my face. Like, you're frozen. I, I like the whole, get over here. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. That shit was badass. That was badass. Absolutely. All right. Good question there from DJ Malone. Uh, Steven is back. Which Shanahan era running back is the most similar to Roger Craig? He's my favorite 49er ever, but as I'm 48, my memory is a little hazy. Great show. That's a, This is a tough question because I don't think any of these guys are similar to Roger Craig. Well, yeah, because uh, he was six foot. He was 200 plus. I mean, he has a, a bigger back, you know? Yeah. I mean, Juice doesn't have the running ability right. that Craig has, but he has a pass catching ability and the blocking ability. Roger Craig was really, really special, man. He was really special. Um, I think you might be able to say that while we haven't seen him yet, I think the closest that you might get physically is, might be Trey Sermon. I'm not mad at that. I'm not. Mad so, at I mean, that. obviously, we haven't seen him on the field in the 49ers in, in or in Shanahan's system yet, so we don't know how he'll be. But I would say that, given his play style at Ohio State. He might be the closest. He has the potential to be the closest to Craig, I think, as far as that goes. But that's all who speculation. Was, who was the running back in Cleveland when Shannon oh, was, was there? Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, wait, he, he might be talking only Niners. All right, never mind. Never mind. Forget it. I'm thinking Kyle Shanahan and then which Overall, guy? right. Yeah, so I apologize. He, he, I think you're right. I think he's talking just 49ers. Um, here we go. <laughs> we got it. Um, if Jimmy G would to break out this season and win us the Super Bowl and we end up trading him for a first round pick next season, what position would you use a first round pick on? Let's go Niners. Actually, okay, I like this. I like this a lot. Okay, well then you can answer it first because I need to go look at our roster. Uh, I would go with corner. As, as of right now, as of right now, either corner or edge. I don't think you go wrong with either one of those. I will I, – I, I agree that you can never go wrong with edge, and we don't know what the future holds for Ford. Um, so, I mean, that would definitely be a potential. Um, but my other thought process is Jimmy Ward might need to be replaced soon. Mm -hmm. uh, just when you're looking at longevity, he's in his 30-year season, right? Or 29. Using a first-round pick on a free safety? Other teams do it. I'm looking at holes in our squad. I mean, you look at – I mean, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong with the cornerback, but we just drafted two cornerbacks with pretty good potential, so we don't know what that's going to pan out. So if I'm at, if I'm getting asked what I'm going to use my third, my first round on, I'm hoping that those two cornerbacks pan out, and I can keep Verrett, hopefully. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to change my answer because I realized he says that we win the Super Bowl, which means we're picking 32. I'm going to go with center. Yeah, but we wouldn't be picking 32. We'd be picking whoever we trade Garoppolo to is what he's saying. Oh, shit. You're right. All right, never mind. I'm sticking with my original answer. You're absolutely right. Good point. Good point. 
but I still think you end up probably whomever that might be. I think you're looking in the 12 to 20 range probably. So a safety for me, wouldn't be a bad pick there. Um, In all honesty, if I had a first round pick, if I was able to get a first round pick for Jimmy, my priority would be trading back to gather more draft capital uh, would be my first priority. Oh shit. We were supposed to do our on Twitter today segment. I had something for you. Oh, all right. Yeah. Niner Nick, we are going to get back to that question. Um, But I have our on Twitter today. I completely forgot about this. I forgot that's how we're supposed to start the shows. I just jumped right into the questions. I apologize about that, but here we go. You ready? Yep. I saw this really ugly avatar on Twitter, but the question was intriguing to me, and I want to get your answer. Hold on. Here it is. All right. It says, (laughs) just heard on a podcast that Jimmy G has a better career and is more accomplished than Andy Dalton. I just want to tell you guys that that's simply not true. Jimmy hopes to have a career. Andy did. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo versus Andy Dalton. Well, I mean, when you're talking about hat in that statement, in the statement specific, because words are important, it says has had a greater career. That is absolutely wrong because there's no way Jimmy Jimmy hasn't had a career yet. He was a backup quarterback in in New England. He came out here and he's really only played for one full season. So Andy Dalton's been available more than than Jimmy has. Has Jimmy gotten you to a Super Bowl? He was part of a Super Bowl team. Yes. Was he responsible for some wins that got them there? Yeah, I would put some some of that on him. But most of that season wasn't on him. Now Andy most Dalton was able. To, most that? of the postseason wasn't on him either. Absolutely. And that's go ahead. No, 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 you got it. You got it. Andy Dalton to me hasn't had a stellar career either, but he has been in the league longer and he's been able to play, which is better than Jimmy G has been able to do. So I I hope that answers that thought process or that question. I freaking love it. Damn, you you knocked that out the park. I like it. All right. I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a Debate. It doesn't I was mean that Jimmy that, can't have a better career, but it says ha, ha, who's had basically. Exactly. As at this moment, no way. There's no way that you can put Jimmy ahead of Andy Dalton. Uh, I thought you were going to show some Niner homerism and and we were going to really go back and forth, but you shut I that. Know, you know me better than that. I know that a lot of people think I'm all over Jimmy's junk, but I'm not. It's about the who <laughs> is the best, the best quarterback for this team right now. And that's, that's all, that's the only way I, you know, that's why I say what I say about Jimmy. It's not, it has nothing to do with me loving Jimmy. Like, I don't care as long as the team's winning. I don't care who the quarterback is. I like it. I like it. All right. Niner Rick, we're right back to you. Uh, would you want Jimmy to ball out and win a Super Bowl so that Trey sits and really gets the system down? I I'll- want 49ers to win a Super Bowl. I don't care who's it, who it is. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. If but- all this winning the Super Bowl, then I want in. But I will say that I would hope and put my my good vibes out into the world that Jimmy does ball out because if we do end up trading him or someone's willing to trade for him, the better he plays this year, the higher our draft you know uh, picks we're going to get for him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Miss Debbie is in here back in the fray again. She says, "What's your go-to workout songs?" Let's start with that one first. Go-to um, workout songs. I. It depends on what workout I'm doing, but uh, I like Eminem, uh, you know, uh, the Eight Mile soundtrack, basically. Uh, anything with Metallica, a lot of, you know, craziness going on, let's just go. Um, 
Uh, that's pretty, I mean, those, and then there's some other stuff too, but I can listen to an entire Metallica angry album and go, um, my good time. Oh, we'll talk about the other stuff in a minute. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have a variety for workout. I like music that sometimes the lyrics get you going. Um, and you lose yourself in, the, in listening to the music, so you're not focusing on what you're doing. And I also like stuff that gets your adrenaline going. So Eminem, you lose yourself in the music, the moment. Ah, you <laughs> um, my my one of my top hype songs, like just energy and like let's go, let's do it. Um, I like the Limp Biscuit remix of Roland with DMX, Method Man, Red Man. Um, I like uh, there's a song on the Southpaw soundtrack called Beast. And it's got Crooked Eye, rapper uh, Tech Nine in there. And I don't know who the rock group is. I'm sorry. Um, but that's a really good one. It's called Beast. And then I like to play Evanescence. How weird is that? But yeah, like, I can just put on any song. Is, is Ev uh, Let me ask this question. This is why I say it's weird. I don't know what Evanescence is. Is that the one girl or is it the band plus her singing? I, I don't know. You know what? You know who they are, though, right? Like, I've heard of the band, yes. Wake me up, wake me up inside. That song is. I, just, I don't. I don't know because I don't. I never paid attention to. I have heard Not the song, but all I, right, I'll pay attention to the band. Uh, what's your chill out, get in the mood songs with your wives? Now I don't know if she means like get freaky in the mood <laughs> or know. like relax. So we're kind of on the hook here. So you interpret it how you want, and I will answer the way you the way you answer. Um, well, I mean, for chill out music for me, I'm a huge, huge Pink Floyd fan. So I just want to like be mellow, you know, do, you know, whatever, just to, uh, appreciate the music and the, you know, uh, the lyrics, the, the different instruments. I mean, with, for me with Pink Floyd, it's just so overwhelming with different sounds. It's amazing to me. Um, I'm don't really have music that we get in the mood with our wives if you're talking about getting in the mood with your wife you know uh it's uh um i know that if i take my wife out dancing she's gonna be happy and so you know if we're doing like abba dancing queen or fleetwood mac or something like that that's the kind of music she loves so we could go out dancing to disco or something like that she would she would totally uh that would that night would probably end very beneficial for me <laughs> Oh my god. All right. I can't say this woman's name. So I'm gonna type this song in here so you guys can see it. Uh I like this lady in her music. Uh, but this is it's not necessarily getting that kind of mood with my <laughs> wife, but it's a song that we really like. Uh all right, I just typed it in there. I'm gonna go down to it really quick. Oh, I really hope I can get back up there and click it. Um, so I think her name is Sinead Harnett, but it's, that's how it's typed. Uh, but it's called If You Let Me. It's a very, very slow, relaxing song, but it's just the, the way the song flows. Um, my wife and I like, damn, I skipped all those questions. I can't go back up. I'm sorry. Um, What'd you skip? A lot of them, because I'm at 1028. Or, yeah, why does it say 1028? Oh, I'm at, I'm at 11.37, so... Oh, wait, I didn't skip anything. Okay, never mind. There's a lot of them here. All right. Okay, I got it. Um, It's a very relaxing song. I highly recommend you guys go out there and listen to it. It's a really, really good song. Um, We like a lot of Charlie Wilson. We love Bruno Mars in this house. Like, that's like my vibe music when 
me and my wife around each other. Uh, she likes Russ, and I tease her about it because I say that he looks like a dirty, sweaty guy. But if I'm being honest, like his music's pretty good. I just tease her about listening to it all the time. So <laughs> you know that that's 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 where we are. That's our, our chill out music. Everything is like very family oriented. And then we, I like uh, songs that we can like all sing along to. So we'll do like soundtrack music and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, you're okay. So that's uh that's our music at home, like to relax and chill with. Um, I love I love your content. My question is: Not living in the Bay Area, did you become? Uh, did you be, how did you become Niner fans and how did nothing but Niners get started? Uh, so you, I'll let you start. Oh, okay. I became a Niners fan when I was young out of pity. Um, my mom is a, a Cowboys fan, my dad is a Giants fan, and I don't remember what team was playing the 49ers, but it was a playoff game. There were people over, and everybody was cheering for either the Cowboys or the Giants. And I was like, You guys are being mean, somebody should cheer for the red team. And my mom made a comment along the lines of, well, if you want somebody to like him, you cheer for him. Here I am. I don't remember if we won. I don't know what happened that year. I was very young. It was probably a Super Bowl year because I was born in 83. So it was old enough for me to remember that. But I don't remember any of the details of that game. Uh, And then as far as how Nothing But Niners got started, uh, I used to uh, podcast, tweet, and write for a site called 49ers Gab. And they're still active. Uh, the podcasts aren't because I, I started that on my own. Um, but Nick uh, hit me up one day and was like, hey, Mike, I love your content and I want to start a podcast. Can you help me out? And I was like, yeah, I'll happily give you pointers, tips or whatever. And then long story short, he was like, no, I want you to join me. I don't want to I don't want whatever, whatever. And I was like, oh, no, I got a good thing going here. Like, I'm, I like what I'm doing. No, thanks. I'm not interested. And Nick just kept at it over and over and over. Finally, one day I reached out to the owner of the podcast or the 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 brand because the 49ers Gab is part of a big network. And uh, I had a player that I wanted to get on. And he was like, I'm not properly licensed and I don't want to get sued. So, no, you can't get the player on. So I'm sitting here like, oh, well, F this. So then I Nick hit me up shortly after that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it as a sign. I can't do what I want. I'm building this guy's brand for free. And now he's putting chains on me. So no, I'm out. That was so that's basically how it all started. All right. How'd uh, you become a fan? So for me, it was it's it's a, it's in my blood, it's in my DNA. Um so long story short version, when my grandfather was in the army, um, he played football for the army, and that's part of what he did when he was in during the Korean conflict. He went over to Korea and he didn't go fight in the war, he played football for the army doing stuff over there. And when he came home, they, uh, he actually got an offer from the 49ers to play for them. Um, my His sister said that there was a uniform involved. Uh, I have never seen any of this stuff. It's all family hearsay. Um, but ever since uh, ever since then, it's been in my family. So my my parents and their their or my mom and her brothers and sisters were all Niners fans. And then uh, when I was born, it just came natural, and I never looked back. Okay. I like it. I like it at all. Uh, DJ Malone hits us with a two-parter here. Not to sound pessimistic, do you guys see his franchise tagging Warner as a last resort? And then the next question actually is from my wife. (laughs) You should see the wrinkles in her forehead. She's like, what? All right. So um, I'll go first here. And Brian, I mean, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but the team 
I don't think they can. They literally can't afford to tag him. So I, I don't, I don't think that's no. I don't think you would be fine. right. However, they can, they would be able to tag him at the end of the season, like because they'd be rolling into next year's money. But that wouldn't be a. To me, it wouldn't be the right way to do it. I don't think that it's going to come to that. I think that, I think Warner will have an extension worked out uh, by the before the pre. It'll either be before the season or it'll be shortly after. Um, I think that, like most players, they'll shut down and they won't do any sort of talks during the season. Um, but I, I, I anticipate that um, by the end of training camp that they'll probably have something hammered out or close to it anyway. Okay. Question for Melissa. Do you think Mike could pull off being Cyrax in human form for Halloween? Do you know who Cyrax is? Not at all. All right. So look at my phone. You got to pause it so you can see. He's a Mortal Kombat character with long hair. She's looking now. I want to show you guys who Cyrax is in human form. Oh, you can pull this off. You said, yes, I can yes. pull it off? Let's go. That's my baby right there. Y'all heard her. She ain't even hesitate. Man, wait till I show y'all what this dude looked like. Now that she said I could do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got a picture of him here. All right. <laughs> this is why we're not getting all the questions, okay? Don't blame me, guys. Don't blame me. She said, yes, he, I could pull it off. All right. So that's Cyrax in human form. All right. He even got little whiskey bottles. Oh, shit. I didn't even <laughs> notice that. That's a flask. Oh, I'm knocking this thing out the park. Are you kidding me? Let's go. All right, Melissa, that's enough. She knows that that's you all day. <laughs> he just needs to have a cigar in his hand. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So, Miss Debbie's back on. What's the temperature where you are right now? It's 9 p.m. here in San Jose and it's 85 degrees. Uh, and with us, let me go home. It says 71. It's perfect outside. It's absolutely perfect here. Yeah, and it's 927 here and it just is the temperature is dropping with the sun. So, it's 67 right now. Ooh, that I want to be But it's going to get cold here in the altitude. It'll be down in the, you know, lower 50s tonight if not the 40s. Not I shouldn't say cold. This is not cold for me, but the difference when, you know, during the daytime and it's 90 and then at nighttime it's 40. That's a huge swing. Mhm. Mm yeah, that, that that's that's significant, man. That's a big difference right there. Um <clears throat> Roy Boy says what free agent Ed Rusher do you think the 49ers should sign after the Jordan Willis suspension? Um, I personally wouldn't sign one. However, if I have to name somebody, I think Melvin Ingram is still available. He's probably the top choice for me. Uh, what do you, what do you think? Um, I agree with both your statements. Um, however, if, if they end up signing somebody, my, my money would be on Dion Jordan. Oh, he's still out. That's true. Yeah. And it's just, there. it's going to like, if they sign somebody, it's going to be strictly for, camp i mean willis was already a bubble player he may be going to the suspension and slash practice squad after that so we'll see yeah all right we're gonna keep this thing moving i think we're gonna get to 30 minutes here um would you guys agree that grant cone is a great nut addict i don't know because i don't watch grant cone the only I time i ever hear him is when he's at a press conference 
we mentioned Great Meths on here one time, and I don't remember. I thought it was breezy. I thought I thought Wayne yeah. was about the, all about the Great Meths. Right. Which I never understood because that's like chewing on gravel, you know. <laughs> oh man, so I, I don't know. I've never had it, but sure. Let's say Graham Grant comes like Great Meths. Never mind. Saying it out loud sounds offensive somehow, and <laughs> now I don't know why. So never mind. I take it back. Uh, DC or Marvel, and your favorite character, and why? Um, I was not big into comics as a kid, so I didn't really fall in love with either of these. Uh, and as a father of two boys who grew up in the Marvel world, um, I'd have to go with Marvel. And I think for me, uh, Tony Stark, Stark? Mr. Iron Man, because you know, it's he doesn't have special powers, he had to use his brains and his money. Uh, to do what he does, there's you no. Know, he didn't get a chemical compound to mess him up or make him ultra powerful. So, <clears throat> so it's like the Batman of of the DC world. Yeah, but better. I hear you. I hear Without you. Without the he does. I mean, there was there's trauma from both sides, but obviously Bruce Wayne's trauma was much more significant than Iron Man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I I feel you. I feel you. Um, I am a a uh, Marvel guy all the way. Um. Now that's what that's for movies. As far as animated, you gotta go with you have to go with DC. DC kills the animated ones. Uh, but my favorite character is Wolverine. Oh, nice. Easily, easily my favorite. He's been my favorite character since I was a kid. And it's just, it's the attitude, it's the attitude for me. It's the don't F with me type thing. And they show a lot of him uh from both sides, the caring, concerning type thing. But as soon as you piss him off, he's a live wire. And I I really like that about him. Now, if you're going to get into the specific movie characters, and it's only because I'm a huge, huge Paul Rudd fan, I love Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man was a, a very, very fun movie. Man. I love very Paul Rudd. Movie. Everything that Paul Rudd is, is amazing to me. I love him as an actor. You like him? Yeah, I like I like Paul Role Rudd. Models. That's my guy from Role Models. Role Models is one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies. Last question here. Give me a percentage. Likelihood of Detroit winning week one. The toilet. Uh... Well, I have to go with what I know. Zero. (laughs) And we are out of here. Great questions tonight, guys. Peace.